This drink, I like it. I know, it's great, right? Another! <coughs> What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of Film on Tap, where we've got the tap that never runs out. This week, as always, I am joined by my co-hosts, Andres Gallego and Nancy Rodriguez. But this week, we've got a special guest, another wonderful special guest. We are joined today by Adam Ollinger. You might know him from his movie Fuge. He's been popping up everywhere, this, that, and the other thing. He is in a room of green. Adam, how are you today? <laughs> I'm doing well. <laughs> doing very well. Thank you for the introduction. No problem. You know, we try to keep it short, succinct, and powerful. That's what we do here. That's right. <laughs> so on today's show, we've got a, a bunch of topics we're going to talk about. So we're going to jump right into some uh, movie news. And the, the big news story that hit th- these past couple weeks is that recently on Netflix, a uh, new film called The Adam Project, directed by Sean Levy and starring uh, Ryan Reynolds, was released on the platform. And shortly after it was released on Netflix, it was announced that Sean Levy is actually going to be teaming up with Ryan Reynolds yet again for Deadpool 3. So this is big, you know, a big announcement. Not only is Deadpool 3 going, but we've got a director now and, you know, Reynolds is obviously returning to the fold. So what do we think about this directorial choice of Sean Levy directing the next Deadpool film? Let's start with you, Adam. What do you think about this one? I got mixed emotions here. This is the, this will be their third movie together, I believe. They, uh, mm-hmm. He also did, what was it, New Guy? Free Guy? Or, uh, free Guy. <laughs> new free guy, something yeah. guy. <laughs> new Guy. The, new Guy, Free Guy, whatever. <laughs> The Teen Sensation from 1996 or whenever that came out. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's, a, it's a deep cut. It's a deep cut. Mm. I don't know. I, like, I didn't think Adam Project was very good, so it was very run of the mill. It was like 175 million to make this thing, and Ryan Reynolds was, was really. Gonna, oh my! Yeah, it was a ridiculous amount of money, and the whole thing felt like it was shot on a soundstage with a green screen. Because wow, it was. I never would have guessed 175 million with yeah. that de aging. Yeah. <laughs> oh my yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Holy shit! I was like, look, everyone's got a budget. <laughs> I was like, oh man. Fifty <laughs> percent of the budget went into aviator stock or whatever Ryan Reynolds' drink is. I think. Yeah. So I, yeah oh yeah, aviation gin. <laughs> aviation gin. Yeah. Yeah, probably. So oh, no, I'm mixed on this. Obviously, he's done some good stuff too. I know he directed the first season of. Uh, Stranger Things, which I really enjoyed, and there was some great direction there. I'm just kind of on the fence. I prefer if they went back to, uh, was it Miller that did the first two? Yeah, no, Tim Miller did the first one, and then uh, it was David Leach who did the second one. David Leach did the second one. All right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, I guess I I like the direction of the first two movies. I'm a little worried about this third one, just because the, the previous films he was in, they're not very gritty, they're not very dirty, and they feel very fake, so... Uh, I don't oh, know. Okay, we've I'm got the, a hot take the there. All right, yeah. he's zero for one. Sean Levy is zero for one so far. <laughs> Sean, Levy's <laughs> for, Sean Levy's zero for two so far. I don't oh, think, true, yeah, you did. Yeah. yeah, true. That is zero for two. Oh, Damn, I didn't wow. think he's Free Guy was. I didn't think Free Guy was that great either. It's a very polished kind of kids film. Yeah. Oh my. Okay, Sorry. Sean Levy's starting at a deficit. <laughs> oh my word. All right, Nancy, how about you? What do you think about Sean Levy directing this one? Um, I'm kind of in the middle of the fence, or whatever you want to say, in the middle. Uh, <laughs> whatever that saying is. I've never heard in that. In the middle of the fence. That, that is the, you know, that the, is the expression. The That's the expression. <laughs> she's she's stuck in the fence. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm in the middle of the fence. As I drink my wine cola. Um, <laughs> no, uh, yeah, Sean Levy seems like a weird choice for Deadpool 3. Um, I do love some of his movies. This is where I leave you being one of my favorites. Uh, mm. absolutely love that movie. I'm hoping now that he has built in this relationship with Ryan Reynolds over the course of a few movies that Ryan Reynolds may pull him in the direction 
of oh. Deadpool 3 in the sense of like, okay. you know, more of a collaboration. Um, but I don't know. This is this is a little iffy for me. Oh, okay. Interesting. All right, Andres, are you going to be the first to be in support? Let's see. <laughs> you know, here's the thing is that Sean Levy, for for as much as we give him crap for like just sort of making like really, really simple and sort of really uh, safe films to a certain extent. Uh-oh. Uh oh, no, Levy's ghost just shut off Tom's Tom's lights. No, I, I, no, Levy I, I is pissed. no. When I uh, <laughs> when is this I, your uh, St. Patty's Day setup? When I, tu- when, when I turned on my camera, like I saw that the light battery was at like two, per, like you know, at, like two bars. I thought it was going to last me longer than this, but need and fret. You guys can keep going. <laughs> okay. Take like two seconds. Hold yeah, on. no, no worries. All right. Keep going, well, well, essentially, what what I think about this particular choice is that while Levy can can be a little iffy when it comes to projects that he's come on board for, that he's not necessarily um, been sort of the creative head behind, it can kind of seem a little iffy at points, and also he can be very much a safe bet for studios. But mm-hmm. he, after seeing some of the collaborations that he has with Ryan Reynolds, I think they have a really great rapport with each other and they have a really great um, sort of shorthand. But the main thing that gets me excited about Sean Levy directing Deadpool is that finally we've gotten the writers for the first two movies back to, to write the third film. Because for the longest time, they weren't on board. They were working on the Pirates of the Caribbean reboot. They were working on other things. And, uh-huh. and and the thing was that the replacements were were um, were the pe- were Bob's Burgers writers, which I like Bob's Burgers, but I don't necessarily think that that's sort of the perfect match for Deadpool. And then also having seen that Bob's Burgers movie trailer, I don't know. I'm I'm not particularly looking forward to that movie, and I love Bob's Burgers too. And I'm just like every time I watch that trailer, it's like none of this is funny to me at all. But but um, mm. but in terms of <laughs> Levy having a chance to direct a script by Paul Warnick and Rhett Reese, that automatically gets me excited, and that makes me feel like we're gonna get a movie that's far more in the DNA of the first two films rather than what the MCU version of Deadpool would be. So personally, for me. As long as Levy has a great script on board, I'm all up for it, and I think he could do well with a with a very R-rated script. So, hmm. question, because it sounds like you're more excited <laughs> for the writers, yeah. than the actual <laughs> director. <laughs> well, 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 yeah, well, I'm I mean, super I mean, pumped about Sean Levy. I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, well, say well, whatever you the, want. Say whatever you want. <laughs> well, 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 that's the thing is that you know, I mean, sometimes. I mean, like, like a director like Sean Levy, like, I think he bends more towards what the script calls for as opposed to him sort of giving his own, him giving his own vision, if that makes any sense. Like, he's sort of like old school uh-huh. Hollywood in that sense. So, like, he doesn't have, put his own, like, zhuzh on it. Yeah, exactly. But, but he's, <laughs> he's got, like, a good, a good base to work off of from the screenplay. So, I think he, like, like, like we said, um, you know, like you said, Nancy, like, uh, this is where I leave you. That's not a script that's written by him, but he did really well with that. So if he could do the same thing with Deadpool, I think I think we're in for another hit. So, of course, I am excited for Levy. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I'm kind of more in line with you, Andres. Uh, I mean, I'm not like 
crazy excited about the idea. I thought it was an interesting choice. Um, and I, I do like that there are collaborations. I actually like, I enjoyed the Adam project. I enjoyed free guy. And I also think Sean Levy, you know, I think he's kind of an underrated action director. Cause I've seen him direct some solid action. Uh, Adam project has some fun sequences. Free guy had some really fun sequences, stranger things like Adam said. And also he did, I think he did real steel, didn't he? Which was yeah, really like gritty and steel. fun, which is a great movie. And there's some great action in that. So like I, when I'm, thinking of Deadpool, I'm like, well, he did real steel and, you know, he can do some action and he does have a good, like, rapport with Ryan Reynolds. I feel like he gets good performances out of him, which I think will be great. Um, so I'm actually excited to see uh, what he does. And I'm, I'm kind of liking the fact that the Deadpool franchise is kind of becoming like Mission Impossible and that, like, every installment yeah. is directed by someone different. So I'm just kind of like, oh, let's see what this guy will bring to the table. What flavor will he add to the mix? Because I think that's always kind of interesting um, mm-hmm. and something I always loved about that franchise and hopefully this one because the visuals styles of Deadpool 1 and 2 are so so different you know like the second one's way more colorful and vibrant mm-hmm. um, and the, the action certainly stepped up in scale because he had leash behind the camera but I'm, I mean I think it could be good I, I'm, I'm going to stay cautiously optimistic I love Deadpool and I feel like Reynolds wouldn't pick someone to do because he's so protective over that character that I feel like he oh, yeah. wants to do right by it so that I don't think he would hire Sean Levy or like put in a good word for him if he didn't feel like he could do it and I think he can so yeah I'm, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic so I think Sean Levy has you know he kind of split us up here I, I just realized it's a little just, just a, little a two bit. on two <laughs> just a two yeah, on I mean, two I'm Marvel. not against yeah. him though I'm not against yeah. him I'm just no no what I really no you're just middle of the fence you're just middle of the fence I want a Michael middle of the fence I want a Michael Bay I want a Michael Bay Deadpool film that's what I want I want like a 250 million dollar ridiculous Michael Bay Deadpool film oh boy I would actually be curious to see what that was I think it would be. I think it'd be hilarious. I think it'd be oh, hilarious. One hundred percent. I feel he like can't Michael Bay. The script. Like he doesn't Michael do the Bay, script. Yeah. If Michael Bay was a Twitch streamer, he would be the guy who have a drone in the room. However, <laughs> exactly. you, you know, you and know what? Here's the thing. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Here, here's the thing: is that I would have been on board with that had the fact that Michael Bay and not also. Not only directed directed uh, Ryan Reynolds, but he also had directed a Paul Warnick and re- rescript with Ryan Reynolds on board. And I don't know about you guys, but that movie—I forget what it was. I think it's called Red Notice. But that movie—that movie was horrible. No, it wasn't. Wait, it no, wasn't didn't Red he do no, no, Six Underground? Six, Six Underground. That that's it. That's yeah, it. Yeah, that was a terrible I, movie. I oh couldn't even God. get five minutes into that movie. Oh my God! What an awful yeah. movie. Yeah, it was, it was horrible. <laughs> yeah. It was horrible. <laughs> All right, and yeah. Andre Andres, is that how you say your name? Andres. Andres. I'm with I'm yes. with you. You changed my mind. No Michael Bay. Right. No, we're done. Yeah, now that you brought it up, I, I think we're yeah, good. Yeah, I was singing like old The Rock, Michael Bay, or um, yeah. you know, some of his actual good movies. Before yeah, Michael Bay had the power of being Michael Bay, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. There you oh go. My God. Jesus. But um, so now that we've gotten some Sean Levy out of the way, that Deadpool 3, we've talked about it, we've discussed it. We're going to shift gears now to uh, Marvel. You know, speaking of Marvel, it seems like it's a Marvel versus DC episode. You're wearing the the Batman shirt. I'm wearing the Steve Rogers shirt over here. No, no big deal. But uh, Mm. they just released Marvel, just released a uh, trailer for Miss Marvel, a new series that's going to be hitting, uh, I think, in May. Is that when it's coming out in May or something like that? I think it's me. Anyone. Bueller. I (laughs) I was like, anyone. Someone say Bueller. Um, um, But yeah, so they released the first look at it. It's been a little bit controversial in terms of uh, how the character gets her powers in this one or the nature of her powers. But just in terms of the trailer, what did we think about this first look at the show? We'll start with you, Nancy. What did you think? 
I thought it looks pretty good. Um, it kind of reminded me of Shazam a little bit, just in the style. And mm. uh, so I'm, I don't know anything about this character, but from what I was reading, people are having a concern in terms of <laughs> she. Her power is different, is what I've heard. Like right. her power in the comic is she changes into other stuff or. Andres, I'm sure you can help me out. Well, like, what is her original? Yeah, yeah. Power? Andres is like, just wait till it's my turn. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it's sort of a combination between uh, Mr. Fantastic and sort of more cosmic elements, but at least not to steer anything away from you, Nancy. But it kind of seems like the trailer is leaning more into the cosmic element as opposed to the sort of weirdly Mr. Fantastic elements of of the piece. So yeah, that's pretty much what it is. Gotcha. And my thing is, you know. There are a lot of people out there who aren't as familiar with comics, me being one of them. So these are all of, you know, the shows are the way that I'm being introduced to all these characters. And I think that, you know, changing it up a little bit, I'm sure they have their reasons. So I'm not going to be very hurt about it. It's it looks very interesting. And I'm glad, you know, they're starting to expand and bring in these uh, superheroes with diversity. Um, so you know, we're getting Moon Knight and we're getting, you know, Ms. Marvel. Um, and it's, I, I'm very excited to see this. It looks good. I don't know why everyone's complaining about her powers. Like, whatever. It still looks good. <laughs> You've People. heard it here, folks. It's fine. It's not like they changed her into, like, Batman or something. Like, come no. on. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> now I kind of want to see that. Don't lie to me. <laughs> she puts on that. Why did you say that name? <laughs> what does Rachel? Oh, it has the, uh, it has the mom from, uh, Big Sick. Which I appreciate. I love her. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's great. Oh, my God. Andres, what do you think of this one? The trailer, I am i don't have any problems with it, really. Um, it kind of, I mean, it's like, you know what? That's exactly why I expected uh, Camilla Khan to be uh, in live action. However, I'm just, for me, I'm... I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go very controversial because I'm the comic book guy. Oh, Uh-oh. shit! <laughs> wow, we're just having all yeah, kinds yeah, of issues yeah. today. He's about, he's about to say I don't like diversity in films. <laughs> I feel like Hollywood is just like they're saying something we don't like. Turn them off. Turn them off. Turn them off. Cap was like, no. Damn you, Cap. Do it. That but, was like but, so. We can't. We can't even like buy this kind of timing. Yeah, like literally, it's like perfect. the perfect time for these things to go out. <laughs> but I mean, but overall, I think my thoughts on the trailer. It's it's just fine. I have no personal. I, I have no personal fault with anything that I'm seeing so far. Right. Um, the only thing is, I feel like I'm getting burnt out. I'm getting very burnt out on Marvel shows right now because we just had we just had mm. Hawkeye. We just we're about to get Moon Knight next week. We still got She-Hulk. We still got Secret Invasion. I mean, the the sort of thing about 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 having a TV show or having the uh, the Marvel shows for a little bit just kind of was like they were sort of spread out to where you got a chance to miss them so that when they came back into the fold, you were just like, oh, my God, I'm so excited to see this again. Whereas I kind of feel like we haven't even gotten the next one and we're already setting ourselves up for 12 weeks worth of stuff already. It's like, I don't know, I, I, I kind of feel like there's one over the other over the other. And I'm just like. Might be getting a little burnt out, man. Might be getting a little burnt out, but who knows? By the time I watch the the series, it just has to be good. It just has to be good, and I'll be willing to change my mind on that. But, mm. yeah, I think that's, that's where fair, I though, because when you have a back to back, it's almost like the trailer has to wow you, since there's so much coming out 
to, you know, be intrigued to sit down and binge this thing, essentially. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That, that's why that's why I'm kind of feeling more excited for all the DC shows that are coming out because, you know, with Peacemaker, we got Peacemaker and now we're still we're still really far away from a Penguin TV series. So because of the fact that we get to miss these characters and we get to miss this universe so that when they come back, we're like, great, we're we're happy to get more. It just it just kind of feels a little like one over the other, over the other, over the other. And, you know, maybe that just might be a personal thing. But for me, I feel like I'm kind of burnt out by now. OK. All right. All right. Interesting. I mean, I definitely agree with a lot of what you said. But before I go off on a little tangent, well, let's go to Adam in your green screen studio. <laughs> what, are you, what, are you, what are you feeling? Uh, I agree, too. But it is a personal thing because I think. Uh, Marvel really is becoming like comic books and there's new comic books out all the time as far as I know which I don't because I don't read comics but I would imagine that people <laughs> that do don't collect every Marvel comic character that comes out so right. we're at the point now where hey Miss Marvel's out it definitely looks like a kid show um, you know maybe early teen show and I don't care at all about it but at the same point I got kids and we'll watch it and Maybe they'll like it, and I'll like it too, and that's as far as I take this. I will say, The weekend can elevate anything. <laughs> so that trailer, because The weekend was in it, oh my god, I was I was loving it. But not because of what I was necessarily seeing, you were just but more from what I was like... hearing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, yeah. when they used uh, Day and Night for the Moon Knight trailer, I was and, like, right, that's and, genius. Yeah. I was like, that's same. just genius. <laughs> and I'm, I'm with Nancy, and I think about 95% of the people that watch these are with us. We, we don't read the comics or know who freaking Moon Knight is or... I knew Miss Marvel because of the terrible Avengers game that came out. Like, oh, yes. that was yes. your first. Yeah. Oh, that was unfortunately God. my first. You yeah, know what? That was, that was fair, my introduction to her. To be too. fair, she was good in the game. <laughs> yeah, she was yeah, actually she was an interesting part. character. It's just the game was bad. Story yeah. was okay. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, I don't have anything else to say. It looked it looked kind of fine and generic and like a kitty Marvel show, and that's fine. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, Do I you think like so? I. Yo, what's up, Nancy? Oh. No, no I was just saying. Because I kind of agree in the sense of, you know, like you were saying, not everyone's going to collect the comics every single of every single character. And that's kind of how Marvel is going. My only problem with that is if they then start connecting all of these shows into the movies and I'm going to need to know that. I think the comics like, do that, too, though, right? The, the comics. Um, the, the, see, mean, here's the thing. The, the, the comics do do that. But the difference between the comics and the TV series is that the comics Let's say we're following four characters at once. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, uh, let's just say Miss Marvel, Captain America, Thor, and Iron Man. We're following these four characters. The problem is, is with the comics, you get sort of one of these characters a month. And that allows you to digest the story as long as you need to. Whereas with the TV series... It is almost weekly, if that makes any sense. So it kind of feels a little more like you're having to fit it in amongst all the other things that you're doing as well and all the other TV shows that you're watching. But again, that's a personal thing more than anything else. And yeah. also a comic I is digestible in... I, I mean, for me, I've been able to read a single issue of a comic in like less than 10 or 15 minutes and then be done with it and feel like I've gotten a full story out of it. It's a little more digestible than it is a TV show. I guess my point is, as long as when the movies come out, if they're not including these characters and I'm not sitting there saying, who the hell is this? Or like missing something, oh. as long as they're giving some sort of 
tie in within the movie, then I'm fine with it. But I don't want to be sitting there of just like, oh man, I don't know who these people are because I missed this show because there were so many, and you know, <laughs> I want to be able to keep keep up when I'm actually watching the movies. And, right. a, good and script, a good script will give you enough to go on in the standalone movie, but we've been seeing lately that they don't care as much anymore about introducing possible newcomers. So yeah, you have a point. We just have to hope that the screenwriters understand that not everyone going to these movies are going to see 45 different Marvel shows and movies. Yeah. And they have to give us just a tiny little introduction again. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. Who knows? Maybe a tiny introduction, but the big thing is that Camilla Khan is supposed to be one one third of the Marvels in the Captain Marvel sequel. So it's like if if they're going to be introducing her here, I hope to God they carry over something, something that someone who has not seen that TV show will be able to catch up with. So I'm in full agreement with you guys. It's just one of those things where it's like, man, if if we're going to be introducing the third half of this and we're not going to be covering at least a small little bit of the origin. Yeah, it's it's going to be a little much after a little bit. But let's see what the Mandalorian season three does after the disaster that was Boba Fett, because that'll <laughs> that'll that'll kind of you know show showcase what's to come with these Marvel films. I think how they handle it. You know what? I'm just going to yeah. go ahead and I'm going to hide in my Bapta tank. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh God, it's the safest oh, place you could God. be. Apparently, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah you just seriously. can't drown in there, right? <laughs> yeah, no, no and no and an, not. And an assassin won't just shoot you or stab you. He's going to, like, wake you up by shaking you first. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, Tangent. I, I, Tangent. Go ahead, Tom. Any, anyway. <laughs> so we're going to talk about the... We're going to talk about Boba yeah. Fett now. Uh, <laughs> I'm still not over it. Who, this no is one the is. way. No one is. Yeah. Oh, my God. No, but, like, I feel the same way about you guys. Like, I don't know if it's a fatigue issue. It's just that I think it's just like, like Andre said, it's like you're coming out with so many different TV shows. And I think my problem with even the Marvel shows that I've loved so far is that they feel too short because they have to make room for when the next show is going to come on. So like Hawkeye is only six episodes. Um, what's the other one? Falcon, the Winter Soldier. That was only six episodes. Loki was only six episodes. And you feel that like that truncated length where you feel like it could have absolutely benefited from, you know, maybe three or four more episodes to kind of like really let the story breathe a little bit, not rush everything. Like I feel like a lot of these shows are doing. Um, and I feel like that's a due in large part to the fact that they have to, you know, have a little bit of space before the next show comes on. And I feel like we don't need all these shows at the same time. Like we don't need, you know, five Marvel shows in one year. Like we're more than happy just to have, you know, two or three, you know, if that, you know, because we just we're fans of this universe and we want to see new characters, some characters we've seen before. And like this one just kind of feels eh. I don't know. Like I'm I'm happy that this character is getting, you know, her time in the spotlight, but like the trailer didn't really do anything for me. Like it was kind of meh for me like i just felt mm -hmm. like it like adam said kind of felt like a kid show where it was like you know it's trying to kind of maybe aim towards that younger demographic and doesn't really seem like it would be my cup of tea personally but hey i i've doubted marvel in the past before with certain characters and then i ended up loving certain characters so i i know next to nothing about this character aside from that shitty avengers game so uh. maybe <laughs> so, so maybe it'll be good Man. we just we just don't know but maybe that game I'm, like ruined my expectations now maybe i see it i just get like nom flashbacks i don't yeah, yeah, like know <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's your avatar, the last airbender for this universe, right? <laughs> Oof. God. Yeah. Even just saying the, the, the words. You mean the, mo the movie, that. the last airbender? Is that what you're talking no, about? I, no, I said it correctly the first time because there is no movie. 
Oh, oh, I got you. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's the universe we live in. You threw but, me but, because the movie isn't called Avatar The Last Airbender. It's just called The Last Airbender because uh, there was that whole lawsuit. Oh, yeah, oh because because they couldn't use Avatar, right? Yeah, yeah. James Cameron, like, coined the of term course. Avatar. Well, you, know Avatar. you know what? Of course. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, he James made a good Cam- call because then he's not going to get mixed up with the piece of shit movie. That's right. That's right. <laughs> who, who knows? Oh, maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe Cameron, James so Cameron. Oh no, no, not at all. But maybe James yeah. Cameron actually was a fan of the TV show, and he was like, "Nah, <laughs> nah, <laughs> nah, don't fam, do I it. Got you. That, would, that would be amazing. He's like, look, "Look, I love the show. I hate your movie. I don't want to be associated. With it. <laughs> yeah. I do not uh, want any sort of confusion here." Okay. M Night, uh, Cameron's <laughs> on the phone for you. Fuck. Takes off running. Damn it. I think I know what this is about. He, he, saw, he saw the film. He's not happy. I wonder, like, who saw the other thing first? Like, I wonder if, like, Shyamalan saw, like, Avatar coming out, and he's like, motherfucker. Or it was the opposite, <laughs> where, like, Cameron saw Shyamalan, and he's like, motherfucker. Yeah. Just, like, I Cameron's- heard M. Night Shyamalan didn't even watch the show. He just sure, did it because well, his, yeah. his kids were no a fan way. of the show. <laughs> yeah, the, his kids were fans of the show. And so he's that's like, okay, he I guess I'll do that. And that's why he did it. It wasn't Aww. like he was a fan of the show. It's ridiculous. It's, it's, it's also a reason why he mispronounced almost every single name yes. in that movie. It was Ong. like, Ong, Ang? It's, mm-hmm. it, God. <laughs> oh, goodness. But, but but to go back on Miss Mar- on, on Marvel right here I real feel, quick. I feel like I'm, this has been like, like the hotbed <laughs> of just going on different tangents. Like it starts at Miss Marvel and then we just branch out. <laughs> Avatar. We hate. Can we bring this back to Boba Fett, which was the original topic, yeah, please? Yeah, I mean, that's what everyone really wants to talk about. The nicest bounty hunter in the galaxy, right? <laughs> oh, my oh, goodness. God. But, real, but real quick, before we stray too far away from this, whatever whatever shrooms are available at around the time Miss Marvel comes out, I'm going to be so on board that I at least watch that first episode with all those. If... if if that style is present all throughout the series, you know, who knows? Who knows? That'd be probably I'm just going to come back and like, guys, guys. So are you telling me this, you're just going to be on Shrooms the amazing. entire series? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> possibility. Possibility, guys. Oh, He's going to okay. come back and say how amazing this show is. And yeah. then we're going to watch it and be like, I don't know it's what the like fuck you're talking like, about. What, what? what are you guys, talking about, is, dude? Man, I can't even tell you how good this is. <laughs> it's I did even darker than Batman. <laughs> I did say in seriousness, though, the trailer had that kind of like homecoming vibe to it with the scribbles and all that crap. Mm-hmm. If they do put some actual, I mean, the if they scribbles, with the fucking scribbles. If they put some, if they put some actual editing into the show, though, like a Scott Pilgrim versus the World, and have some really yes. snappy high school style dialogue, I mean, that would be awesome. I have yeah. a feeling this is going to be very, very lame, though. Kind of, mm-hmm. kind of tepid. But, I love how hey, we haven't seen a single frame where like this is going to suck, guys. This is going to be the worst. It's going to be. Yeah. It's going to be no, the no, worst no, thing Marvel's no. ever come out with. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god but you know I, I feel like that's a, that's the, the at least the cool thing about Marvel is that it always gets people talking like whether you you're looking forward to something you're not you like something you didn't you know it always creates good conversation for the most part aside from Twitter let's not talk about Twitter and Ooh. the shit that's going on on Twitter right now with freaking Spider-Man where it's like this is a 200 million dollar movie and then this is the independent movie I shot on my phone which one's better <laughs> it's like, oh it's also like I haven't, I haven't did you that. not notice when no. you watched the movie yeah, it's like all of a sudden people just hate how the movie looks and they like they're giving it shit i'm like you got the spider-man movie of your dreams and yes. now you're just complaining about how the movie looked like come on dude like come on the internet anyway, loves go, the bitch 
I don't yeah. see that. My my Twitter feed, and I don't know why, but at least once a week, I have fucking Snyder Snyder fanboys trending every time. It's like Zack Snyder's yeah. trending again. Uh, Justice League's trending. Like, seeing what I'm seeing here? It's madness. It's, it's like and, he's and not going to make another one. It's dude. depressing. <laughs> no, no, no. And, and and here's the thing: is that even those people that started the freaking uh, release the Snyder Cut movement, even yeah. those people don't like the Snyder Cut people because like 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 that movement just kind of got so what like we created. Out, like no seriously because it's like yeah because like because like honestly it was it was just it was just really about like releasing a piece that was taken away from a studio from a sure. from what's called yeah. from a from a director and then it got in the studio's hands no of course he got screwed over a little bit but then afterwards like people just made this into a much bigger thing and turned it into like such a hate-filled thing when it was shocking yeah, so, I mean, you know, that's any yeah. fandom, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, there's, it's definitely like a Frankenstein effect. It's like they're seeing everyone on their feed, just like all these people that are apparently are part of their movement, and they're just like, what have I done? Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's like, oh, no. It's it like, I've created the me. worst. It just frustrates me because I'm like, watch more movies, you losers. Yeah. Watch yeah. more movies. Oh, there's my. so much better yeah. stuff out there than these freaking Zack Snyder, Batman v Superman crap movies. It's, it's like, depressing. dude, dude, there's yeah. a great Batman movie out right now. Yeah. Go see that. Yeah. It's great. right. Exactly. Well, anyway, yeah, there you go. Sporting it, sporting it up. Um, but yeah, so now we're going to be going backwards. We're going to go right back to Ryan Reynolds. We're going to just do a nice 180. We're going to take a little U-turn here. We're going to go right back, and we're going to be talking about uh, his new Netflix movie, The Adam Project, which hit Netflix, I think, like a week or two ago. And I know, Adam, you talked about it a little bit, and you already kind of gave your general <laughs> thoughts. But I'm still going to go to you first, because okay. I want more specifics, sir. I want to know why you didn't like okay. this movie. Let Thank the people you. know. I can give you suspicious. Uh, I can't. I can talk. give you suspicious I'll shit. Give you, I'll give you specifics. <laughs> Nobody can talk in the movie, for starters. <laughs> Exhibit um, A. I wasn't in a, the movie. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, here's the thing. It it kind of pegs itself as this time travel, you know, futuristic cool movie. We never see the future. I think he says in one line, it's this dystopian wasteland, like Terminator Two on steroids or something. How do we know he's not lying? I, I didn't see the future at all. We saw him in space, and then he, he's there. I didn't like how melodramatic it was. I'm fine with a couple heart-tugging strings, but this movie has like 10 of them, and they're really trying hard. A couple worked. I thought when he talked to his, his mom in the bar, that was a very nice scene. I thought when he scolded his younger self, that was kind of fun and, uh, and touching. <laughs> but then we have like six... Fun. We have like fucking six more of these though, where they're playing catch in the backyard, and he's talking to him about the bullies. And I said this in my review. This this script has a very like uh, how to start a script 101 to it. Where okay, we got the orphan, or we have the kid who lost a parent, so you get this easy sympathy. We have the kid that's bullied, which has been in like 80% of the superhero movies. We have the um, the mentor who comes along and and teaches the kid how to fight his way out of it. You know. It's like, this is st so basic, and it doesn't do anything outside the norm. And then on top of that, the effects aren't great for the budget we have, and the whole final act feels like it's seriously shot in front of a green screen. I, I, d I didn't believe for a second they were on that scaffolding, or that there was a generator behind them. It all looked You didn't believe big. there was a generator in the center of that room? <laughs> I didn't, Are you kidding me? <laughs> I needed to. I needed to feel that generator and relate to it on a personal level, and I. That's didn't. hard to do. That's hard to do. It's hard to really sympathize with the generator, but. I didn't sympathize, <laughs> or whatever that thing was. I don't even know what it was. For, it had magnetic abilities, except for the bullet and the kids. Except for the bullet and his gun. Didn't pull the gun I, until he shot it. 
until he shot the bullet. <laughs> Stupid movie. Look, some, I don't know. You some had to get closer to the generator, you know? It's only, it's only within a certain amount. Well, he yeah, didn't yeah. get closer. He was actually sideways, and he shot the bullet, and then the bullet flew to the generator. Uh, so the, the proximity was the I mean, that foot made a difference. That foot <laughs> made a difference. <laughs> I think maybe it was, it was the, the speed yeah. at which that bullet was going. It just caught the magnetic pole. I don't know, some bullshit. Which <laughs> seems more implausible. <laughs> some I bullshit. Like, shit. I feel like the more we tie, we try to yeah, like explain yeah. it, the, sm- the most stupid it becomes. <laughs> I mean, whatever. I'm, will- I'm willing to forgive all that, you know, illogical yeah. stuff. That's fine. As long as there's like captivating performances and things. But really, it's just Ryan Reynolds, young Ryan Reynolds, and then Mark uh, Ruffalo kind of bantering the entire time while shit's happening around him. And I'm just sitting there yelling at him like, can we just go through the door at least so you don't get shot at? Uh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> mm. my whole yeah. family watched <laughs> it. None of us really really thought much of it oh wow okay wow it just struck out with the whole family damn sorry to put you out (laughs) no it's fine (laughs) i'll I'll, I'll cry later (laughs) sorry ryan reynolds that this no-namer on youtube didn't think your movie was that great (laughs) can you imagine though if like you told someone you didn't like a movie and they like legitimately got upset like they just started crying in front of you like i don't know how i would react It's like, I thought the Batman sucked. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? Ryan Reynolds <laughs> yeah. is just crying into his $100 bills in his pocket. Yeah. He's just wiping his eyes with aviation gin. <laughs> <laughs> with his hot wife next to him, Blake Lively. Yeah, his ridiculously and his beautiful hot children. wife. Yeah, great lifestyle. And his children that are probably going to be great. Yeah, yeah. He's having yeah. a tough time. <laughs> He's really having a tough go. Sympathy for Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag sympathy for Reynolds. <laughs> but uh, uh, Nancy, uh, what did you think of the Adam Project? <laughs> I loved um, it. I thought it was it was the best movie ever. Uh, no, I thought, ironically, I thought it was a good family film, uh, mm. but maybe that also says where I put family films in terms of really good movies. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I think this was a movie that had good moments. It wasn't a good movie overall. So I really loved. I really loved the fact that. Um, you know, Ryan Reynolds kind of gets on his past self in terms of how he's treating his mom. But and then I love the switch in terms of how the younger Ryan Reynolds is telling him, like, hey, you don't remember all these good things about our dad because you're so upset that he died that you're not you're like forcing yourself to forget all these things. So I really did like that moment where he's telling him, like, no, he did pay attention to us as best as he could, even though he had, you know, this very... Um, time demanding job so I did like those little moments I did really like Zoe Saldana and Ryan Reynolds together um, I will say there were moments where I could feel it like okay this is we're, we're tipping over to very like very <laughs> dramatic um, but I think part of that is also the movie that they're in I feel like they gave like fantastic performances for a movie that was not what the movie was um yeah, so I think it was a decent film. Again, I, I feel like those moments were really good, but as a whole, it seemed, uh, I don't know, it, it wasn't the best movie. Um, there were also things like I wanted to know, which maybe I forgot if he said, I wanted to know why he got arrested and like uh, why oh, he, he, stole, he said he, he, he. Oh, yeah, why he got arrested, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, he, he said, like, why. He mentioned he got arrested, but he didn't say. And so yeah. there was just a lot of things that were mentioned, but he they didn't really, like, follow up on it, which I, I would have liked. Um, yeah, I think that, yeah. Just overall, I think it was a good movie. <laughs> it was decent. I enjoyed it, though. It wasn't horrible to me. 
Um, but I, I think I prefer the moments over the movie as a whole. Okay. All right. Andre, yeah, just what to did clarif- you th- yeah, Just yeah, to clarify, I don't think it was horrible. It was just a very kind of basic movie. It's a basic bitch of a movie. It's a basic bitch of a movie. Also, I would love to note that Andres gives Netflix movies such shit, and it brings me he, such he joy that we are reviewing <laughs> a streaming movie. Don't, don't do it. Don't do it. I mean, I, I think I just did. <laughs> I think the cat's out of the bag, my man. Oh, Andres, boy. I'm with you. I've, I've shit on a lot of... Uh, a lot of Netflix, Amazon Prime, Hulu experiences uh, over the years. Experience. <laughs> Fucking life, life of the life of the party. Did anybody see that one? Because I did. No, no, oh I didn't. Which one is that, that one? I don't know. It's so, forget- <laughs> it's, it's so, for- it's so forgettable. I it's got, I don't know. It's got like a teen <laughs> sensation from uh, some show I never watched on Nickelodeon. She's nice uh, tracks. She she died. She died, and she haunts her former friend. Oh, gotcha. oh my god, that's not good at all. Maybe at the uh, end of this we could give a good streaming movie recommendation. Well, look, I like the movie, so I'll go to Andres, but I actually like oh, the movie. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so. okay. okay, fair enough. All right, what did you think, right. Andres? So, um, I have to calm myself down from my streaming movies rant right now, but, <sighs> all right. So, as far as the Adam Project goes, the first 30 minutes of this movie, I was absolutely in love with. I loved the dynamic between Ryan Reynolds and the kid. I loved just everything that they were going for and just sort of asking the questions of what you would do if you faced yourself from the past and what and what kind of things would you want to do where it's like, you know what? You know what? I was supposed to lose that fight, but you know what? Maybe I might change a little a little thing here or there or something like that. Like we all have thought we all have had thoughts about what we would do if we were in if we were back in ten years ago if we saw our past selves. Which I love those questions that those poised. But the minute that we started getting Catherine Keener back on the ship and all the sci-fi elements that's kind of where the movie started to lose me a little bit. And I was kind of like, oh, man. All right. Here's where we insert all the sci-fi stuff and like everything that they had in the building blocks right off the bat was great. And it just kind of went down the road of being like um, not a typical. Well, you know, sort of it. There is tropes of sci-fi. There's tropes of um, uh, there's tropes of just so many time travel movies, because first it turns into. First, it's about saving the wife. Spoiler alert. First, it's about saving the wife going back in time. Then it's about saving the dad. Then it it kind of felt very unfocused in terms of where it wanted to go and what was the goal for the character. It just kept felt like we just kept getting a change every 20 minutes or so. And it just kind of felt like a little bit of whiplash. And then by the end, as much as they really want me to feel that connection between everybody and earn that ending this movie is about an hour and 30 and i think it could have been a little longer it could have been a little longer in order to really solidify some of the relationships by the very end but overall it was it was just a it was not a bad movie it was not a bad movie at all the the effects are are freaking awful in certain scenes i mean like Catherine Keener's uh, freaking uh, uh, de-aging was rough. was so rough. rough. It was so rough. I also rough. felt like it almost felt like she was supposed to be 
Sigourney Weaver when I first heard her voice or like that kind of actress. It was, it was and then so the bad. Chief, I didn't yeah. even know didn't. it was like a younger version of herself. I was like, oh, who's that? Yeah. And then I was like, oh, wait, that's supposed to be her younger? <laughs> I was yeah. like, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. Like, it just <laughs> listen, did not, listen, I, did not listen, work I, at all. Listen, I saw 40 Year Old Virgin and that was around the same time that this movie came out or this, this movie takes place in. No, no, no. When, when you make like... They tried to smooth yeah, her they out clearly so don't, much so. I was going to say, you clearly don't know what women look like at that age. Because whoever, like, no. That's not what she looks like at You're all. You're to hear it, folks. Levy's a yeah. uh, sexist piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> like no like 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 this was like this was some of the worst de-aging i've seen since like Tron um, legacy no mm. no oh no tron legacy i would i would say looked even better i would say freaking x-men well, no, origins tron Wolverine. Legacy worked because like you were inside like a video game yeah. so like the exactly. fact he didn't like look real worked for me but i was like now we're supposed to be in the real world and you look like a tron legacy character that was what made it worse for me oh no for me it, it looked like patrick stewart and x-men origins all over again like where it's like a very a very yeah. like like smooth face and you're just like Wow, I see nothing. I mean, like, like I, I, I don't see any texture on the skin or anything like that. It just looks really bad. It yeah, looks that's like the real what villain Netflix... of the movie is that DH. <laughs> oh my goodness! But this is what a uh, Netflix movie looks like, guys. Shocked? No, because yeah. Martin Scorsese isn't pounding the door down, being like, "No, make these effects better." Because Martin, because Sean Levy is no Martin Scorsese. But that's, I'm gonna leave it at that. But let's keep going. Hey, Andres, Never two, thought I'd hear two that. corrections, one for me, one for you. Um, apparently, The Adam Project is an hour 46. I said this wrong in my review, too. I thought it was an hour and a half, and someone corrected me, and I just looked. And yeah, I guess it's an hour 46. And the movie I was talking about is not Life of the Party. It's Afterlife of the Party. It's got a pun oh, in the title. Uh, That's how that you know it's good. That's, That's how you worse. know it's good. Yes. That's oh. even worse. Sorry. <laughs> the Afterlife <laughs> of the Party. Someone wrote afterlife that down and was like... Brilliant! We're making <laughs> like, a movie. We're making it green light. Oh, and it's Victoria. <laughs> Victoria Justice is the actress. Ah, uh, I don't know what teen show she was from back in the day. Neither do I. But that, yeah, that's a thing. That that's the thing that's happening. But, I'll uh, live in ignorance <laughs> on that one. <laughs> just just use that information. Crank it out at parties. <laughs> do what do what that what you will. It's like, what do you do for a living? Oh, I'm a lawyer. Oh, that's cool. Um, have you ever seen the afterlife of the party? <laughs> <laughs> Let me it's tell happening you about right now. It's like, did you did you also know that uh, Adam Project's Victoria an hour and forty seven minutes? Now, contrary to popular belief, it's not an hour and a half. Do you have a few moments to let me talk to you about Victoria Justice's entire catalog? Do you have guys, some time? Do you have a guys, guys, if you bring up that info at a party, just be prepared for the wintry freshness of Mace because it's coming. All right. Mm. <laughs> Wow, that was descriptive. Is mace well wintry freshness? Do minty this? freshness of mace. Have you been maced? <laughs> I don't. I, okay. <laughs> With no. mintry, minty freshness. <laughs> say, like, do you speak from experience? I, I, was, I was picturing a <laughs> medieval mace, so I'm completely off oh, the rails. Oh, so you're yeah. in a different time period yeah, altogether. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh man, kind of feels like we're going back in time on this review. You know what I mean? All right, Tom, let's hear let's hear your uh, thoughts well, you on got, the Adam Project. Um, I'm uh, so excited well, see, for it. I actually, you're oh that what well, the sarcasm is heavy over there. Oh my word! Holy shit! I just shit. got I done I watching the Adam Project. I'm sorry, it's all sarcasm. <laughs> I thought I was sarcastic. He, he was yeah. like, I can't wait to hear your thoughts. <laughs> it's like, oh my god! That's why uh, I didn't really enjoy on. the movie because it's like listening to myself for an hour and forty five minutes. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, so I I like the movie, and like the things you didn't like about it, or the things I didn't like about it. Like I think the whole time travel. I feel like the movie didn't care about the time travel element, and that for me, I didn't mind that much because I was like, okay, cool. It's more, you know, it's taking more time to focus on the characters and the story and that core relationship between Adam and his dad or Adam and his younger self. And I was like, all right, cool. Yeah, I'd rather you focus on that than time travel because we've seen the time travel thing done to death, and you can tell the movie really is not interested in it at all. And then when it is on screen, yeah, it's boring and it doesn't go anywhere. And Catherine Keener is one of the most boring villains I've ever seen in a movie. Like she looks <laughs> like she just took a couple of Zambian and someone put a camera on her. Like it's not great. Um, so other than that, though, like I really enjoyed the movie because uh, I really loved Ryan Reynolds' performance. I felt like, oh, we lost Andres. Jeez, wow. Well, I'm saying good things about the movie. I'm saying good things about the movie. Come He's on. Gone. God. <laughs> I'm saying good things. Heard um, enough. I would. I would also like to know. I think you said Zambian, and now I'm all for it. Am, we yeah, need Ambien. we need Zam- Zambian. We need Zambian in our lives. Zam- 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 Zambian together. Yeah, we, we need the Zambian. crossover everyone's asking for. <laughs> Zambian. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but uh no, I I, I really liked Ryan Reynolds' performance because like, yes, he's his usual, you know, sarcastic, charismatic self, but I felt like he got to do so much Jesus Christ. I felt like he got to do so much <laughs> more. <laughs> I felt like he got to do so That's much more. That's how much he loves this movie. In this, yeah, I just wanted to just like... Um, I just felt like he got to do so much more in this movie, especially in the dramatic scenes, like the one you pointed out in the bar, I thought was really great and really yeah. you know well handled by Reynolds. Um, and I love the scene where he's scolding his younger self, saying like, you should be nice to your mom, you know, like you treat her like shit and then you end up regretting it. And I was like, that scene's great. And then even at the end, you know, like when they're having that catch as cliche or cheesy as it might be like it worked for me because Reynolds sold it for me and so did the kid that young actor Walker Scoble crushed it oh my god mm-hmm. like he really in my mind really did channel like a younger Ryan Reynolds like he was he great he was great he was yeah, oh, especially yeah. those like introductory scenes of like when they first meet was fantastic like like that first opening 30 40 minutes before it really gets into the sci-fi stuff was really really strong stuff um and I really enjoyed the action for the most part. Like, yeah, it's not like anything show-stopping, but I thought visually it was a little bit different. Like, I liked some of the camera work. It felt a little bit different. Didn't feel like a typical blockbuster film. I am surprised to hear how much money this movie was made for because I thought it was made on like a relatively modest budget. Let me, hey, let me fact-check that too. Yeah, because you because you told me I think before I think that you were pretty close though. I think that, that sounds. You said right. it was made for what like 175 million. Yeah, you said I was or wrong. I was wrong. It's still 116 million, but not 175. I mean, but it's still, but even still, 116 million dollars, and that's what your special effects yeah, look I mean, like. The and original like, X Men was yeah. made for like 40 million dollars. So. Yeah, just it's so that was like a little bit disappointing because I was like, oh, maybe they had a smaller budget and they're just trying to do the most of it. But now that I'm hearing that, I'm like, well, why are we in the forest the entire time? <laughs> I was like, why yeah. are we like doing the same thing? A green but, uh, screen forest, by the way. Yeah, or a yeah there was, de- there was yeah. definitely some green screen in there yeah. somewhere. Um, but I think ultimately I really enjoyed the movie because it was heartwarming for me. Like I found a lot to connect with in it. And I really loved that dynamic between the two Adams and Mark Ruffalo. I loved Mark Ruffalo in the movie. I thought he was great. And especially 
especially toward the end where you have that like emotional catharsis finally happen. Because I think the best thing I can say about this movie, it's like a story about, you know, loss, grief and acceptance that masquerades as a time travel movie. And I think that is why I really liked it, because it's more so about that than it is about the time travel and the sci fi stuff. And I really connect with that part of it. And so, like, I left it. I was like, I had a smile on my face, felt good. You know, it felt cathartic myself. So I was like, I enjoyed it. So that's where I fall on it. Yep. So that's where I fall on it. (laughs) You mean where he he Goodwill Hunting's him? What happened? Where Mark Ruffalo? I said, you mean where Mark Ruffalo Goodwill Hunting's him? Where it's like, I love you. He's like, yeah, I know. It's like, no, no, no. Oh, yeah. You know, no, I love when Mark Ruffalo <laughs> give, like punches him, but he does that like weird jump punch or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what is that? <laughs> but that's 100% how a teacher who's never been in a fight before would punch. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to throw exactly. in an obscure Disney rev- uh, movie. Let's see if you guys know it. The Kid. Yes. Disney's oh, yeah. The Kid. Oh, Bruce Willis. With, uh, yeah. Bruce Willis yeah. and him. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't yeah. that the same plot, basically, where he sees his older self? He seems kind self. of. I don't think yeah. it had time travel in it, though. Well, how did I it mean, was just? It was just very just like he appears and that's it. It was just oh, he was there. He's just there. Yeah. Maybe you're thinking I remember, remember kind of liking it. I remember kind of liking you're it. Maybe you're thinking of Looper. I don't know. There's that's oh, another yeah. one. Yeah, another one. With, <laughs> I mean, Bruce Willis has really been on a run lately. I know. Yeah. I probably look, he has been crushing it with those yeah, time he's travel really, films. Really crushing it. Oh wait, Twelve Monkeys. He was in that too. I love Twelve Monkeys. Yeah. So he actually, wow, he's been in more time travel movies than I thought. <laughs> now he that I'm like, needs a time travel to save his career right now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh you mean you're heard, not a fan of all of his direct to DVD movies? <laughs> so I, I just actually saw a rumor on that. It might not be true, but supposedly he has like onset dementia or something. So he's doing like a bunch of movies really quick to like get a nest egg for his family and shit. That's oh, what I, I heard. That's a rumor. Oh, they were talking like a piece sad. of shit. No, no, I, know. Ta- I only know they were talking. I'd rather him just make movies that are shitty because yeah, he's a I just thought he was like I thought maybe he was in debt and he needed that to like do a I Nicolas mean, Cage. Exactly. <laughs> it doesn't excuse the fact that he's been phoning it in for like thirty years. But um, yeah, I did see that on like half in the bag. They were talking about it today. How supposedly he? That's oh, an interesting rumor. Doesn't mean it's true. That's just yeah. Maybe that's someone's like, oh, well, this is what it could be. <laughs> like, yeah, maybe well, that's, that probably is I'm what just going to pretend but, it's true. Yeah. That way I'm yeah. not an yeah, asshole. Yeah, this way every time it. I see like a uh, cold light of day three reckoning or something. Uh, yeah, like, like, oh, so it's for his kids. Good for you. They're it's so for his kids. Or is it rumor perpetuated? Or is it rumor perpetuated so that we buy more of his movies? Also, um, yeah, get the God, sympathy vote. This is the, there it this is. Is the most awful, <laughs> awful spin on what should be a heartwarming story. <laughs> Where it's like, hot yeah, take. man. Oh my God, we're, we're we're just terrible people. It's fine. It's cool. We'll cut it out. No, we I won't, just hate streaming movies, keep it guys. Leave it. Yeah. We know. We know. Yeah. I mean, you've only said it like about a hundred thousand times. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. After life of the party, uh, jolt. Jolt's another I mean, look, great one. Check that one out for sure. Jolt? What the fuck is Jolt? That's a uh, Amazon Prime exclusive, short for exclusive, uh, starring <laughs> an exclusive. Oh star- Kate, Kate Beckinsale. Oh god! Yeah. It's oh, like an atomic oh, blonde Kate slash uh, Kate. If you saw Kate on Netflix, slash I did not. It's, very, it's a John Wick, but a really <laughs> shitty John Wick film. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. That really you'll, sells you'll me. You'll hate on it. it. You'll hate it. <laughs> I feel like you should be the person they pinpoint. It's like, we have a shitty movie. We need you to promote it. And you're like, ask and you shall receive. <laughs> 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 like, you'd be perfect for it. Like, on the back of the DVD cover, I wish I could have got that hour and a half back. <laughs> I want to die. 
I wanted to die. I checked my phone 34 times. No, 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 no. It's it's not it's not past tense. It's I want to die. Like I'm still thinking oh, about this film. Yeah. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. It's really good to know like what present tense we're in. Perpetually, this this film has killed me inside. Goodness. It's like I no longer feel I have the ability to love. Wow. Who knew that this conversation I mean, would stem from sounds... the Adam Project? <laughs> I was gonna say, I mean, that also sounds like a title of a Netflix film. I mean, look, Make I already, that. I already prefaced Adam with the fact that we just go on tangents and we just roll with it. So he's, he's, he's already been equipped for this. He, he knew what we I've he was I've talked to into. Tom in the past too, so he yeah. already knows I'm prone to tangents. It's yeah, just not we a both good, have it's gone not on a good tangents. combo. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually a great combo for okay. a podcast. I'm all about it. But uh, speaking of the Adam, I feel like we can't get away from this movie or Ryan Reynolds. So we're gonna go into Ryan Reynolds. So, <laughs> so the, all the way. So the so the let oh just all the way all the way just all the way <laughs> just just all We're the going way full out, ryan you know. reynolds Fully like full body scan um okay. so we are going to be talking about ryan reynolds and we're going to pick our favorite ryan reynolds movie and our favorite mm. ryan reynolds performance now that could be from the same movie or it could be from different films that is up to you guys but i think we've all made our choices if not clock's ticking um and i'm gonna start with adam Oof! put me on the hot yeah, seat yeah that's right yeah, because I know you don't have one. No, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> if you asked me this years ago, I probably would have said Van Wilder. Uh, I, I really like that film. But I watched Solid. it a couple years back, and it, it's not quite as the same as I recall it. It's not quite as funny as I remember it being. Gotcha. But uh, I don't know. I think the generic answer that everyone's going to probably give is Deadpool. I, I feel like he really is just, that's that's the role, you know? That's the role for him. And I'll tie it with Deadpool, too, because I kind of like him for different reasons. So I'm gonna, I'll throw Deadpool 1 and 2. A double feature. So that's your favorite mm-hmm. performance from him. Is that like your favorite Ryan, Ryan Reynolds movie? That's my favorite Ryan Reynolds performance slash movie. It's not really a performance. It is Ryan Reynolds, but <laughs> I'm fine with that. He's a funny gotcha. guy. He's a funny guy. He's a funny guy. <laughs> Even guy. when you say that, I'm like, dude, you just think he's a piece of shit. <laughs> no, 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 no. There's like, there's just like a bitter jealousy to it. He's it's a just funny guy. Like, it's like he's a good-looking, funny guy. All. Fuck yeah. He he's, he's, right. got a, he's got a hot wife. He's got two really nice kids. Piece of shit. <laughs> we get it, Ryan. A we all get career. it. Amazing entrepreneur. Fuck him. <laughs> His gin is actually not bad. Come on. His chin He'll is outlive terrible. us all. He'll outlive us all somehow. His marketing is genius. Son of a bitch. <laughs> best friends with Hugh fucking Jackman. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, yeah. man. Oh, my God. How about He's you, Andres? What, what's your favorite Ryan Reynolds movie and performance? You know what? Easy answer, easy answer to piggyback off of Adam. It's Deadpool mm. through and through. But if I was to choose alternates for anything apart from Deadpool, because come on, Deadpool, it's freaking perfect in so many ways in terms of just being able to give that character just as much pathos as we got, where it's like, you know, you sympathize with the fact that, you know, while while it might be a selfish um, goal or a character trait, to basically just not want to go see the love of your life again because you've been scarred. And also in the second film, what that does to you when you lose said person, I like that script in his performance got, got me through all of that. And it basically just, it's hands down his best thing. But if I was to throw some alternates in there, um, my, my other favorite Ryan Reynolds performance would have to probably be buried actually, because that film, yeah, yeah it's a good that's that that was a movie that I remember seeing way back when the day over at a like a like a small like a little test screening. And basically I was like, wow, 
Ryan Reynolds can hold a movie by himself, and he's actually a lot better than what we give him credit for. So, yeah, it's for anybody who hasn't seen Buried, it is literally a movie where a guy in Afghanistan wakes up in a coffin. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Wakes up in a coffin. (laughs) Oh, I thought you were taking a call. I was like, wow. Oh, (laughs) God. Hey, what's going on? Yeah, it was just like, look, you guys keep going. I'm just going to take this real quick. (laughs) Hey, Mom. Yeah. But I also hope that's the way you take calls. Just, yeah. Hi, Mom. (laughs) Hey, mom, how's it going? Hey, mom. Yeah, no. And it's no, my mom, which makes it more pathetic. Yeah, you, yeah. You, you can't put that in the microwave. Yeah, I'll call you later. All right. <laughs> Did I'll I tell leave Dad, the I'll get later. on? Yeah. <laughs> but 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 that's but that's one of those things where Barry takes place entirely for the entire ninety minute runtime. It's in the coffin. It's Ryan Reynolds acting his ass off with a cell phone. It is fantastic all the way through but if i was to give a, a shout out to a movie that i think doesn't get enough doesn't get enough love in terms of how inventive it is in terms of just it being a good time really is uh, definitely maybe which uh-oh nancy did your clone just come into the whoa what <laughs> whoa <laughs> what is that the fuck nancy was that from the future she was she like hey nancy <laughs> hey nancy you should have removed the quilt <laughs> There are like I'm not even kidding. The wind is almost like hurricane level right now. It like, sounds like you're in a bunker now. <laughs> it yeah. sounds like you guys are in a bunker. I don't know what happened. I don't know. Oh what goodness! By the time the stream's over, Nancy's gonna be like, "Yeah, I really like the movie." There's <laughs> <laughs> like a cat flying by. Uh, I would I not be surprised. Happening. I'm too oh, my for my AirPods. I don't know what's happening. Let's see. Oh, oh my god. Well, know. that took a turn. We'll have to go with it. We'll go with it. I'll just finish yep. up my thoughts on definitely maybe. It's basically a story about a... Um, oh, another solid a, choice. Love yeah, it. A, yeah, it's Abigail Breslin and um, Ryan Reynolds plays the dad. And it's a really cute story where right off the bat, the little girl wants to know more about how her mom and her dad met. But the problem is that he goes, well, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to tell you three different stories about three different women that I've dated. I'm changing the names. I'm changing some of the aspects so that you don't know who's who. And it's sort of a guessing game with the audience where it's like, who could be Abigail Breslin's mom all throughout the film? So it's a fun movie. It's a very sweet movie. And I don't think it gets enough credit for being in Ryan Reynolds's filmography. So I agree. One of my favorite Ryan Reynolds movies uh, definitely, maybe favorite Ryan Reynolds performance apart from Deadpool is uh, Buried. I haven't seen Definitely Maybe, so I'll have to check that one out. That oh, it's, good. Great. it's a good family film. Good family film. I was kind of hoping yeah. you were going to say my favorite Ryan Reynolds movie is Hobbs and Shaw. I feel like <laughs> throw us all off. Because <laughs> he's in that. He, he's in it for like five minutes. <laughs> it's a good five minutes. It's a good. It's five a great minute. five minutes. Yeah, I agree. It's, yeah, it's a hilarious five minutes. Listen, yeah. John Snow just had sex with his aunt and killed his aunt, and nobody wants to talk about it. I was rolling <laughs> in the theater, and it just happened too. <laughs> it was a Love great it. cameo. Oh, it was man. solid. All yeah. right, Nancy, can you hear me? <laughs> I will apologize if I said like shit right now or don't, do not know what happened. Uh, okay. So, so what, Andres, what are your choices? Andres took definitely maybe, which was mm-hmm. my choice. Uh, but we'll talk about that a little bit more. Um, yeah. So I actually really love definitely maybe not only for the story, but I do love Ryan Reynolds' performance in it as well. It's very heartwarming. He's not doing the silly, goofy, typical Ryan Reynolds in it, which I really love. 
and I really like Abigail Breslin in it as well. Basically, she's trying to figure out um, not so much who her mom is, um, but essentially how he fell in love with her mom. And the reason why he doesn't tell the straight, uh, like straightforward story about it is because there's a lot of ins and out with other people of in terms of how he got to actually marry his mom, uh, her mm. mom. And sadly, uh, I mean, well, I won't spoil too much, never mind, because you guys haven't seen it. Um, but it's a very, very good movie. Um, and I, I really, that's one I can watch any time. And I've rewatched it probably about like yeah. five times already. I've seen it so and many times. Those kinds mm. of movies I really <laughs> like. Um, another one that I really love is The Proposal. I, I love You the know what? I, I really like the Sandra, it's, it's, that it's Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock. Yeah, that's yeah, solid Sandy. Bullock. Yeah. Uh, Betty White is in it. Rest in peace. Fucking love her in that movie as well. Pour one out quick. Um, yep. uh, that's another one. This is for my homie, Betty. Really <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, if I, I mean, obviously, if I were to choose, well, my favorite movie would be Deadpool. I think it's just a really good movie, really good Ryan Reynolds performance. But uh, those two, I, I really like rewatching. I've seen both probably at least five times. Nice, mm-hmm. nice and nice. Yeah, I feel like you guys took a lot of my picks. I mean, <laughs> I like look. I really enjoy the first two Deadpool movies, but like in my mind, that's just Ryan Reynolds beating Ryan Reynolds, and that's great. Yeah. Like he's funny, charismatic guy. He's perfect for Deadpool, obviously. But like in terms of my favorite Ryan Reynolds performance, that's not like my favorite. Um, I would say my favorite is probably Buried. Like I think that really showed people what he could do as a dramatic actor, and that he's an actual actor. He's not just a guy who wants to crack jokes constantly and be you know super sarcastic and witty. Like he can actually hold a movie on his own and a really self-contained movie which it could have been a disaster you know a 90 minute movie about a guy in a coffin it could have been super boring and you know drawn out it could have been a terrible performance but he was so good in the movie and it completely changed my mind about him you know as you know an actor because I was like okay I'd only seen him in comedies up until that point so I was like wow this is an entirely new side of him and I like it and it was really good and he's also shown that side of himself and there's some really underrated movies early on in his career that like nobody who I've talked to has seen them because they're just so few and far between like on stream platforms uh there's a movie called chaos theory which is fantastic oh yeah uh, where he where he plays a guy whose life is really structured and organized uh but then his life goes to shit so he decides to do this thing called like chaos theory where he just does things he would never do like get in a bar fight or buy a motorcycle and ride a motorcycle like he kind of just like does like bucket list stuff stuff that he's always been too afraid to do and you got to see that like funny side of him you got to see that dramatic side of him really cool love that movie definitely maybe is absolutely up there that's one of the most rewatchable movies that i've seen in a long time and it's got a great ryan Reynolds performance it's the basically the best way to describe the movie it's like how i met your mother except that it's like less than two hours and it doesn't go on for two seasons too long so yeah. like that's like the best yeah. that's like the best way i could describe it and Bob it, Saget it, does the narration yeah, still exactly yeah. yeah he's still in there somewhere you know if you or, recut it he's in there somewhere <laughs> yeah soon your whole room is going to be flooded it's fine um, <laughs> my pants are soaking wet i don't know why i keep pouring it, it on me yeah, yeah. Right, it's like it's been a it's been a pleasure guys and all of a sudden we just see you take <laughs> It's like, I'm going to go. I'm just going to go. Listen, <laughs> just a black, listen. black sensor bar. Listen, yeah. I poured one out for my homies on camera on this show before. I almost wow. gave Nancy a heart attack. She's like, oh, my God, <laughs> there's actual water coming out. I thought you poured it on your computer. On oh, your my God. Keyboard, that's why. You got to give the guy a little credit. <laughs> I mean, yep. I thought he was drunk, so you never know. Speaking this, this of credit. True. 
Deadpool is obviously silly and nonsensical, but he does actually show some dramatic range in those films as well. So he is yeah, good and those flashbacks and stuff. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah he's, like he's I love crying. He's he's angry. He's, he's showing a, a, yeah. a, a, the spectacle. I love when spectrum. he gets angry, man. I was just like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> I, there was there was a weird phase in his for, career though that when he when he was in a drama he would do this thing where he'd hold his breath for a long time and like his vein would pop out in his head and like that was his dramatic acting <laughs> like it's like, like Kurt, I don't know he had the he had that weird like phase where he would just like yeah it's like, like he would look like he was of a, it's the equivalent of Kurt <laughs> Russell when he does that jaw twitch in movies I don't know if you remember that yeah. but whenever Kurt Russell oh, was yeah. there, <laughs> Like or uh, Channing Tatum doing the jaw clench every time he was in like yeah. one of his earlier movies. Like literally, <laughs> there was one time my sister was like, "Let's count how many times he clenches his jaw in this movie." And no joke, it was around fifty. Wow. It was it was like it was ridiculous. I mean, the the jaw acting was phenomenal. I mean, it was to, it was I mean, really to be solid. Fair, to be fair, the movie was called Jaw Clencher, so you know it's a lesser known Tatum film. Yeah. Lesser known Jay Tate film. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I would say those movies are definitely up there. And there's also a movie called, I don't know if you guys have seen The Voices, where he oh plays like the God. super, where he plays like a super sweet, like super nice guy, charming guy, he lives kind of an ordinary life. But what you don't know about him is that he's actually like a killer. And like he, whoever he dates, oh. he ends up like killing them and keeping like their body parts in his house or whatever so he starts dating wow. anna kendrick and she like slowly like sees that okay this guy's a killer and it becomes like this weird dark comedy where like literally what? ryan reynolds Animal? voices a cat with like a scottish or irish accent and it's like <laughs> yes. incredible if that doesn't sell you on the movie like i don't know what will <laughs> i'm sold i'm sold are telling him to kill people or is it just no, he can hear animals it's, i can't remember no 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 it's, I it's the movie, I just saw the trailer it's it's the fact that he can hear he has both a cat and a dog but the thing is uh -huh. that the dog is sort of the angel on his shoulder and the cat is the one that's telling him you know what you need to go out and kill people so it's it's very much just like a looney tune in that sense and and like i i i just love the fact that the dog is he's voiced so in like a, he's like oh i think it's a good time to head out for a walk right now jerry and then, and then just <laughs> and then just the scottish accent cat where he's like did you fuck the bitch? <laughs> it's just, oh my God. <laughs> it was like, it was such a choice. It was such a choice, but it somehow worked. But like, it really showed that, oh, he can play this like offbeat, quirky, but kind of dark dude. And I was like, oh, this is a cool side of him too, that he was doing like indie movies like that. And it also has one of the best like credit dance sequences at the end where like, it, you, you have this weird movie oh, and then all of a sudden he's God. like in this super crisp suit. He's in this white room with dancers and he's like, just like dancing throughout the credits. I'm like, what is this movie? but I'm here for it. <laughs> like it's it's so good but I, I really think that the guy I just wish that he would do like a little bit more different kind of movies because I feel like he's basically been cruising on playing characters that are basically him for like the past four or five six seven eight years you yeah. know yeah. so it'd be nice to see him try maybe some more independent movies take on some different roles like he was earlier on because he could definitely afford to now you know it's not like he needs to keep making hits like he'll always have Deadpool to go back to or you know you know tentpole projects that he'll always be there for so it'd be right. cool to see him go out of the box a little bit but i think all these are really solid choices and i think ryan reynolds would be proud so i think we if we had aviation gin i would pour one out for him right now <laughs> just just a little just a quite little nod just a little just and pour before on the floor. we leave before we leave i'm making us say a streaming movie we actually like oh, i mean i won't have a i won't have a problem with that okay andres might be like pulling teeth <laughs> I'll go first. How about that? All right, start us off. Start All us right. off. Unpregnant, 
is a fantastic That's a good one. movie. Yeah. That's a good Barbie one. Ferreira, uh, it's Haley Lou Richardson, I think it's Yeah, name. I think so. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, she's, they're both fantastic in the movie. And it's a good balance between humor and the, you know, problem in our country in terms of getting an abortion when you actually need an abortion and uh, finding the resources for that in terms of, you know, because the whole story is that she has to travel, uh, I mean, states away to get one. When she was uh, being responsible, she was using condoms, and her dumbass boyfriend decided, uh, oh, yeah, by the way, I didn't use a condom this one time. Or, no, it broke, and he didn't tell her. Um, so she was like, you idiot, I could have gotten the plan B pill and you didn't tell me. So now mm-hmm. she's stuck in this situation where she needs to go and there's no place to go, um, that will give her one without parental consent. Um, mm-hmm. but they do it in such a good way that it's, uh, comedy mixed with these very serious issues. It's really, really good. Um, and I have one more, which is Brittany runs a marathon. Fantastic movie. Um, it really is about this woman who is trying to get her life together and she decides to run a marathon, um, but very quickly realizes that it's not about just losing the weight that she needs to do work on herself in terms of like being confident and, you know, mm-hmm. all these other really, really great aspects to the movie. So those are two I would highly, highly recommend. What, what are they on? Did you say? Uh, Brittany Runs a Marathon is on Amazon. I believe Unpregnant is on Hulu. Okay. Okay. Nice. All right. Andres, I'm going to go right to you. What do you got? You're going to go right to me? All right. Well, I think the Netflix Motley Crew movie, The Dirt, I think was great in terms of giving us sort of a different side of what that rock band was. I mean, what that rock band was in terms of the 80s and going into the transition of the 90s. Um, you... Ewan Rion uh, from Game of Thrones plays uh, uh, Mick Mars, which is fantastic. Machine Gun Kelly is in the film as Tommy Lee, and I felt he was actually a better Tommy Lee than Sebastian Stan was in the Pam and Tommy wow. series. Okay. So I, I would go to the bat and I would say that that one is is a really cool, like really cool unbridled look in terms of what that rock and roll mentality was in the 90s and in the 80s. But the other one I'm going to say right off the bat is also Odd Thomas, which is an Anton Yelchin film. Um, Have you guys ever heard of Odd Thomas? I've heard of it. Oh, okay. You know what? It's... It's sort. It's a movie about a kid who who can talk to dead people, but who can talk to spirits from from the from the afterlife, essentially. And sort of, it's him solving mysteries, and it's kind of, and it's really kind of a cool concept. But it all leads to a really great ending and a third act where you're just like, oh, okay, and then a twist at the very end where you're just like. That was great. That truly surprised me. And again, not saying much about it. It's definitely one you should go out and seek. Um, The Dirt is on Netflix. And uh, Odd Thomas, last time I saw it, was on uh, Amazon Prime. Okay. All right. Adam, what do you got? Uh, This isn't just an exclusive streaming movie that's good. This is a a movie in general that's very good. And that's Marriage Story with Adam Driver. Ooh. And... Mm. um, uh, my girl Scarlett Johansson uh, mm-hmm. beautiful film I mean I think I watched it twice in one day I watched it by myself and then I wanted uh, my wife to see it and yeah it's just such a 
like kind of like with Nancy's picks, they're they're not fun topics to go into, mm-hmm, and uh, mm-hmm. they have no problem showing all the ugliness involved. I've never been divorced, but I've heard horrible stories. So just kind of living through it, uh, you know, uh, from the perspective of these two actors. And man, you want to talk about giving a performance. Scarlett Johansson, uh, in the past, I kind of devalued her as an actress. I thought, okay, she's just hot. She can do the looks. But man, mm-hmm. she put in the work in this she's film. She's great. Yeah. And Adam so Driver, good. always, always reliable. Adam Driver's yeah. always good. It's ridiculous. Mar- yeah, Marriage Story, fantastic film. Okay. Absolutely. That's a great one. That yeah, That is the one streaming movie he'll give you. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's it. That's it. There's no other ones. That is that. Is, that is all. Um, but oh man, to think of like all the stream. I, I would say one that definitely jumps to my mind right now because it's, it's fresh in my mind. Uh, on Amazon Prime, they have a new rom com called "I Want You Back," which I think is really strong uh, and really fun. It's got Charlie Day. Um, oh, who's nice. the uh, uh, Jenna Slate? Yeah, no, Jenny, Jenny Slate. Slate. Jenny Slate. Jenny Slate. Yeah. Um, That's a good and crew. it's and it's also got a uh, Scott Eastwood, Clint Eastwood's son. Who honestly, in everything else I've seen him in, I did not like him in, and just thought he was really flat and like boring. Honestly, but in this movie, he actually gets a chance to be like funny, and I was like, wow, I, he's actually okay. Um, and Charlie Day and Jenny Slate are great together. It's not your typical rom com where it's like like you know where it's going to end up. You know, it's about you know two uh, people who are broken up with, and they become friends through their breakups, and then they plan to try to break you know their uh each other's um exes up with who they're currently with and then of course you know they end up falling for each other because that's just how all these movies work but the whole journey is super funny and it's like super r-rated in like a good way where like there's some really solid jokes some great visual gags and it's also really heartwarming too it's really sweet movie too which i really liked uh marriage story is another great freaking pick i love that one there's also a great movie on netflix uh, with Frank Grillo called uh, Wheelman, which I love Frank Grillo, and this is like a perfect Frank Grillo movie where he literally, like the whole movie, he's in a car. He doesn't leave the car. And it's basically like one long extended chase sequence, basically, where he's trying nice. to like resolve yeah. this business and make different pit stops. You know, and I think it's like a 90 minute movie. It's so well done. Like in terms of like one set location kind of movies, like it's fantastic. And it r- really shows you that Frank Grillo should be a much more massive star than he is. I think the guy's unbelievably underrated. Um, yeah. And is is Cop Shop on Netflix now? Uh, I think it is. <laughs> I think yeah, so. that, that's also a fun one. It's got Frank yeah. Grillo, uh, Gerard Butler, Toby Huss. Such a yep. fun like... Uh, almost like Assault on Precinct 13 kind of film where it really just mm-hmm. takes place at a police station. You could just see these three actors just kind of like hamming up and have a blast. It's so much fun. So much yeah. fun. Um, Joe Carnahan directed it. So definitely any of those are great, but your choices are all solid around. The- I mean, there's good movies on streaming. You just got to like seek them out. But I don't know about you guys, but it happens to me constantly where I'll be in the mood to watch something, but then I'm going through all these different streaming platforms and I just don't click anything. And then, like an hour later, I was like, ah, eh, maybe I'll just go to bed. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just, it's just like I don't I don't know what to watch. I've like watched a movie I've seen like ten times already. Yeah, I always end yeah. up going back to like, oh, let's go to Catch Me If You Can. All right, Pete. <laughs> it's like, uh, it's like I could hey, watch Catch this Oscar nominated movie. movie. It's a great film. It's the best, man. I could watch that movie on a loop. It's ridiculous. I'm Frank. watching The Witcher right now for the first time. Oh, Freaking loving it. It's so good. So yeah. Good. Wait, what are you watching? The Witcher. Oh, I love The Witcher. Because I'm like, you know, 12 years behind what's happening in the world. No, no, the first (laughs) season, it took me two times to, like, the first time I started watching it, I just got so confused with, like, the 
the the timelines, the timeline. and, and I was just yeah. like, "What the fuck is going on?" I was like, "Why does everyone love this?" I'm like, "I'm so lost." And then like I put it aside for a while, came back to it, and got through it, and like understood where it was going, and I really enjoyed it. And then the second season's like much more streamlined, so I okay. think you really like season two. Mm-hmm. Season I mean, two I'm is only really on good. the fourth episode, and so far. I'm not having too many questions, so it seems like it's it's going pretty well. I'm just oh, waiting there for you the go. Other, I'm waiting for the so other shoe to so, fall. You, so what you're saying is you're smarter than me. Got it. I'm not saying hey, <laughs> that's what's implied. I, I'm not going to argue. I'm not going to fight no, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your words, oh, Tom. Your words. Your yeah. words, not mine. You have it on the record, folks. Yeah. Um, but no, I think all these are great choices. Definitely seek them out. We gave you the streaming platforms they're on. I definitely think they're all worth your time. Um, but before we go, you know, where can the people find us all on social media that is the question they're constantly asking themselves as they're listening to our lovely voices or watching us on youtube adam where can people find you on the social media i'm on uh, myspace at uh, myspace.com nice. No. nice bring it back you're tom I, I never left um yeah. actually i don't think i ever had a myspace account you know i just followed your tumblr so thanks for yeah, that that was i was gonna go there next i'm at blogger um yeah just youtube at adam does movies you, you find me there i'm on twitter but i don't like it but I go there all the time and just get sad about the world. But yeah, uh, YouTube.com. So follow me on Twitter. Send me your hot takes about the Snyder Cut. YouTube.com slash Adam Does Movies. I, I post movie reviews, uh, reactions, not in your typical way. Not the like, oh my God, I love this movie. No, it's like, a, it's like an actual way a person would talk, an adult, about a Sonic trailer. <laughs> uh, what, what, what a sell. Yeah, I cover I cover Looks movie childish. news and stuff. So yeah, I try to I try to do I try to do three or four videos a week now. So there's a lot of content. Nice, cool, it's cool, cool. Love that. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, always sarcastic. So it's very sign bitter. up for the sarcasm. Mo- mostly, it's me <laughs> just congratulating Ryan Reynolds for being great. Yeah, I can, I can imagine that <laughs> happening to you a lot. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Nancy, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me at pl underscore bandaid on Instagram and Twitter. Every once in a while, you can find me over on the video chronic quizzes. Most of the time, losing at the quizzes, but I still have fun. And then, of course, here I'm filming top. And as always, please leave comments because I love to read the comments, and I do also reply to them. There you go. And Andres, my favorite part of the show, where you name drop all the different shit that you're on, <laughs> and it makes oh, me God. feel out of breath. Go for it. <laughs> You can find me on Twitter and Instagram as Galagos. You can also find me on Twitch.tv as Galagos209. You can also find me on the High Voltage Media YouTube channel uh, where we're going to be doing our Masterpiece Collection movies. Uh, it's going to be our first episode with Jaws and our good friend Jen Kemp is going to be on there. And we're also going to be doing American Gangster and we're going to be doing uh, Star Wars Episode 3 very soon. And we're also going to be having a review of Dino Crisis up very soon. A retrospective review, mind you, for every single one of these. So there you go. Boom. Wow. I, I honestly, I feel like I just ran a marathon every time you do your little name drops. But uh, <laughs> if you're looking to find me on the interwebs, you can find me uh, at YouTube at Chattelbash Reviews. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Chattelbash. Thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of Film on Tap. Adam, thank you for coming on the show. It was a pleasure having you, man. Hope you enjoyed yourself. Seriously, you're welcome back on the show anytime you want, man. Thanks. It was a lot of fun. I appreciate it. 
<laughs> sarcastic fucking <laughs> yeah, Sally. it was great guys it's like, th- th- thanks for having me on it was a real pleasure I'm just uh, I'm, I'm a very dry person I'm sorry I'm I know like, look look they gonna, give me shit for it all the time so now I get to give someone else shit for it so it's like, a nice go, change of pace I, I go on these shows and everybody's so like hey guys welcome to the show and I'm just like hi thanks yeah yeah I mean I try to like talk like I would in real life I don't go down the fucking street I'm like hey how you doing, buddy? Check me out on hey. YouTube. Do you like that Sonic trailer? Whoa! Did you see can Sonic you Knuckles? Holy shit! <laughs> this was fun. I had fun. I like talking movies. I'll come back sometime. See, I like making him so defensive. It's, we're seeing a new side of it. Just call me woke uh, in the comments on my videos, and I will fucking burn you to the ground. I'm so sick and tired oh, of hearing the word woke in the comments. I'm so sick of it. I feel like woke. he completely sabotaged himself in his last couple minutes, and I'm glad that I helped him go down in flames. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you, everyone, for tuning into another episode of the show. We will see you in a couple weeks for a brand new episode of Film on Tap, where we've got the tap that never runs out. And until then, you guys have a great one, and we will see you then. Have a good one, guys. Bye. Cheers.